What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Another week, another drop fair. Now hiring. Walmart has increased their store hours. We are back to green flag racing, Jacqueline. Starting last week, Walmart is now open an hour earlier at 6 a.m. Now, they still got the senior hours, you know, where they, Mm -hmm. you know, they let old people come in before all the people with COVID get to the store so that they can shop and, you know, COVID free. Mm -hmm. But I think this is, you know, when we talk about signs that America is back, there's a couple things you want to look for. There's people fighting in baseball stadiums. Check. Yeah. There's people fighting on aircrafts. Mm. Check. And now Walmart has dropped mask requirements for fully vaccinated customers and employees. Oh, we are back. We gonna die. But it's gonna be good. Because you can check out them falling prices. <laughs> it's all about the honor system. Are you not happy, Jacqueline? No, I'm not happy that this is on the honor system. That makes no sense. I People got vaccinated, honest. as you can see from this card that I made at FedEx Kinko's. Start <laughs> the show. The sun will shine, the clouds off my Cause I got a fake vaccine card Fake vaccine card My name's Roy, welcome to my job fair (laughs) Jacqueline, why are you nodding your head? Because I think we need to call like Maybe Lil Wayne or somebody We need a song I am, you know what, whatever. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to let you steal my joy. I'm not going to take your joy. Slowly inching back open. I had a chance to go to a baseball game last week. Had a great time with a couple buddies. Uh, Yankees, Tampa Bay Devil, excuse me, Rays. They don't go by Devil Rays anymore because Jesus is their co-pilot. It's getting a little bit more open out there. I mean, people okay. are struggling to find employees right now. So I think sure. that part of it is an issue. I just think these employers are going to have to pay more, you know, 
it is what it is. But got a great show today. We're going to go on down to Tennessee and check on some job openings down there in the 615 Davidson County, Nashville, Nash mm-hmm. Vegas, a.k.a. Uh, what, Tennessee is what some of my black friends call it. What was uh, that group? What was that group that sung that song about Tennessee? Lord, I really sing that. Oh, Arrested Development. Yes. Down and out, blue and black. Yeah. I am black and proud. Oh, why does it have to be so? Oh. (laughs) That was that first wave of conscious rap. That was Mm. that. I call it barefoot in the grass rap music. That shit was good. Wait. No, 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 no. NWA was before that. I'm not going to give you that. They weren't barefoot, though. They they were conscious, but I'm talking about that wokeity woke. My brother, what you need is your Nubian queen and my princess. See you and I on a vibe together. I'm barefoot in Compton. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, no, see, you missed what I'm saying. I, what I'm saying is, yes, uh, shout out to Arrested Development, but we're going to explore some jobs down that way. Also... Uh, worst and first is an interesting one. Would you accept cash back from a person who has pink eye? Apparently, that's <laughs> who's calling in today. I don't know these people. Jacqueline does all the pre chit chat, so she has all the details. You're gonna put that on me, okay? No, I'm I'm saying like I don't. If I saw somebody with a really messed up pink eye, I'm paying with a credit card. Yes, I agree. That's a good move, but. They forced him to come to work. So you'll just have to hear about it. There's certain things that I see that are very. I don't know if sympathy is the right word, Mm. but it brings out something in me. Like when you have a waitress that's nine months pregnant, you have to tip 35 percent. Them's the rules. Well, you know, lead with your heart anyway, Roy. So I see that. Sometimes, what else have I seen? I've seen like the cashiers that like definitely have like back issues and they're like on there for like, like cashier at a convenience store. It's not an easy job. Mm-hmm. You look around a convenience store, there's no chair. True. There's no like lazy boy lounger where you can go and just sit and relax your feet. I guess some spots, you know, the bodegas in New York, they have stools and stuff, but. You know, it's 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 very much a very stressful job. And you can't always tip in those places. But, you know, most places that have a tip jar try to, you know, try to tip. Of course. Uber, of course. Ubers, you know, I always try to tip in Ubers, especially when you, like, go to put your luggage in the back. Like, you go into the airport and, mm-hmm. like, you just see, like, kids stuff. It's, like, Aww. proof of family and mm-hmm. there are people that love this person. It's like, ah, damn. I got to tip him 30%. I messed around and seen the car seat in the back. That's with sweet. The Cheeto I stains. Tip, I tip well when people deliver my food. I want to make sure that they know I appreciate that. And I make sure I smile at them really good. We should get some, some door dashers on at some point. We should do a gig economy episode. Let me make a note mm. of that. Talk I like to that. some of these gig people, see what it's like out there in them streets. Because I know some of those DoorDashers, I've seen video, most of it's from overseas, though. Oh, like DoorDashers mm-hmm. getting into shouting matches with with the customers. 
to like bring the food to my door. And he's like, no, it's COVID. Come down here and get it from me Correct. outdoors. And they just yell and the, the door dasher just fucking eats their burger in front of them. Oh, no. I've never Why seen not? that, but okay. Oh, I'll find the video. Maybe we'll post that. <laughs> I don't know the legality of posting that type of stuff to the job fair social medias. I have to be very careful with our social media account. My personal account catches a lot of strikes. Uh-oh. I don't want to jeopardize the integrity of this acoustical radio presentation. Uh, I want to jump in real quick to um, Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. This outstanding employee is someone that we know. Normally, it's someone we don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a random person who I believe went above and beyond. Now, what do we talk about in the podcast? We talk all the time about the motherfucking pivot. We talk yes. about making sure that you were doing what it is you're called to do. Issa Rae had a tweet from 2017. She said, I didn't become a morning person until I started doing what I love. Mm. So in Birmingham, there's a couple of people when it comes to popularity in the city of Birmingham, where I'm from, if you didn't know, it goes Nick Saban, Mm. whoever the fuck coaching at Auburn, Mm-hmm. Pastors, mega church pastors, mm. and then the weatherman. The weatherman, yeah, and I can't explain it. They are stars in the state of Alabama, and I know a lot of it. It's no different than radio, where you develop a relationship with these people through your television when the fucking sky vacuum is coming to maybe suck up your shit. So. You have to turn on the TV and go, weatherman, which, where's the sky vacuum headed? Is it coming? To f-? That's what I call tornadoes. It, okay, thank you. Sky it, vacuum. It, that's what it is. It's just like it's a sky vacuum. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. There's, there's a weatherman by the name of J.P. Dice. And J.P. Dice, I've had the pleasure of meeting a couple of times. Um in my travels up to the WBRC Fox 6 News mm-hmm. TV station to promote whatever the fuck I've been promoting over the last 10, 15 years of my career. And he's always been kind, always been a great person to me. And I think it's important that people know that there are other people out there that are making a leap, that are making a shift, mm-hmm. that are making a change in their lives. It is never too late. I don't give a fuck what your degree is in. I don't give a fuck what your relatives and your friends and family say you should do. I don't give a fuck if you're good at it. If it's not making you happy, mm-hmm. get the fuck on. Yep. JP Dice, and I quote, when it comes to careers, I've been a blessed man. Obviously, I love meteorology, and if you follow me on social media, it should come as no surprise. Aviation is my other love. The time has come to follow my other passion. It is a rare opportunity to have two careers you love. This summer, I will leave WBRC and become a full-time corporate pilot flying a Gulfstream 4. Nice. I'd like to thank my wife, Alice, blah, blah, blah. She's been my biggest chick. Oh, he's just got to say that so he can still have sex and have a, have <laughs> that a is house. That's true. I mean, scroll. <laughs> 
through this. She's put up with my nonstop aviation talk. No, she hasn't. That's a lie, JP. Why would you say that? Uh, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to serve you as chief meteorologist at WBRC. This is a level of trust that is not taken for granted. WBRC has built one of the best severe weather teams in the country. Even though I am leaving, I can assure you you're in good hands with Wes, Jill, Mickey, Matt, and Fred. That's a um, good pivot. I'll still be around a few more months until I'm off to Dallas for Gulfstream school. The fuck does school? I thought he already had a pilot's license. He got a, well, I guess I'm, a, I'm sure he has a pilot's license, but now you must go to school to learn how to fly the specific yes. type of Gulfstream. So congratulations to Fox 6 News Chief Meteorologist J.P. Dice on his new adventures. You are Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Drop it for me, Lawrence. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Well deserved. And it's important to say meteorologist and not weatherman. You know they don't play that shit, right? What do you mean? Like, you can't call a meteorologist a weatherman. He'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Wait, why? Because, like, it's it's a deeper thing, like, there's a school like you have to learn the don't, don't make me I, like it's like like chefs hate cooks like if you're a chef there we go if you're a chef uh -huh. and you went to france and learned all the fucking drizzles oh. and reductions mm -hmm. you hate okay. some motherfucker at waffle house in a chef hat you ain't earned that hat that's a short word to cook. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Not a chef. You if now. he called if he called himself a chef and you sitting there as a real chef, you would be insulted that that man dared to call himself that. Okay. I see your point. That makes sense. What else you got that's like that? Because that's like a good there's one. a there's a lot of occupations that are like that though. Like it's like it, it it's like. Ooh, wait! I got one. It's like a videographer. And a photographer, maybe? Something like that. Cameraman and a cinematographer. I know there at you least go. I know I know in Hollywood circles, you cannot call a cinematographer a cameraman. Correct. Yeah. Like that's just disrespect. Like that's mm -hmm. just you just walking up and stomping on somebody's hard work and everything that they've done in their entire fucking lives. Like that type of job beef is always fascinating to me. Did you know did you know cops don't like firefighters? That's not true. She, clearly, you don't watch Chicago Fire on NBC. <laughs> don't watch Chicago Fire well, if you on did, NBC. You would, you would know these important tidbits of information. When do yeah, you have time right? to watch Chicago Fire on NBC? It's, every now and then. It's the one show me and my mom watch uh -huh. together. Well, not together, yeah. but it, that's our show. We, I promise to watch it. You watch it so we have something to talk about. All we do is talk about Chief Bowden. The deep voice black dude. Okay. On the show. Of course you don't watch it. No, I don't. I forget the brother's name. Let me find that brother's name real quick. But he's got a really deep voice and it, I'm the chief and I gotta get my firefighters out of there. <laughs> okay. I love that you um like to mimic people. That is just I'm so the chief. I'm I'm Chief Bowden. And I'm the, I gotta get my firefighters out of there. Okay. He talks like that man. I like he's the most stressed out. Iman Walker, that's his name. British brother. Good mm, actor. Okay. Great actor. Um, but yeah, apparently what it is, it's like 
they get like firefighters get a lot of the hero love, but like both of them think the other ones are lazy and do their jobs dumb. Mm-hmm. As explained to me, my cousin, the state trooper. Oh, okay. Where, so do state troopers and cops or police officers, excuse me, not like each other? As far as I know, they're cool. I know the military don't fuck with the Coast Guard. Mm. Like they kind of like disrespect them a little bit. Same way okay, they don't so, fuck with the National Guard. Well, that's what I was going to say. One more for me then. So does that mean like the Marines, the Army, do they all have beef too? Oh, hell yeah. They all think really? the other ones are stupid. Like they call them. The, the, everybody calls the like each branch hates all the other branches. Like the Marines, the, the, the Marines have the best case, though. And I'm speaking Why? as a person who's never served. My level of military experience is four USO tours from Baghdad to Qatar to Kuwait to the Philippines. Wait, let me add to your disclaimer. Only single Marines should write in for this. Go ahead. What, what are you about to say? No, I'm saying Marines as a unit go in first. Okay. Like 9-11, yes. before the second tower fell, Marines mm-hmm. were already out the door from their respective bases in the Middle East going to kick ass. Wow. Okay. Then the Army comes in. And the Air Force is in the sky, so the argument is always the Air Force never, they just sit in a chair, so they call them Chair Force. Ooh, I didn't um, know that. The Navy's gay, like that's always what they mm-hmm. do. Like they always throw gay jokes at the Navy. Like even now in these more politically correct times where you're not supposed to, they still, they still do that. And I think the National Guard, they just don't even say anything about them. Like they just, like just don't even see them because they're part-time. Which so is stupid wait a minute. because the National Guard is out there the same in the muck as everybody else. But So are you going to give us a little hint about what you're going to write about for your National Guard show? No, I'm not. Why? Because it's not time yet. When is it time? That's rude. You know what? It's time for, it's time for worse and first. Boom. Segway. <laughs> now. Let's get old I'm pink standing. eye on the phone. Hmm. Let's get old pink eye on the phone. See how you're catching pink eye at work. Who do we have on the phone, Jacqueline? We have Jonathan, and he is in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, Jonathan up there with the Catholics playing the football, huh? That is very true. All right, tell us a little bit about your worst or first, brother. So my worst job was actually my first job that wasn't tied to a family business, but I was working at a restaurant on Roebuck Parkway. That's all the information I'm going to give about the restaurant because I have so much uh, respect for the uh, uh, institution that it is as a whole. But Wait, Roebuck Parkway. So you, t- oh, wait, you from Birmingham? Yeah. Oh, shit. JG, why you ain't telling the man from the crib? You, I figured you'd get there. This man ain't from South Bend. This man is from Alabama living in South Bend. Okay. You always 205. He from the 256 side of town. I know my prefixes, man. So, Robot Parkway. Mm-hmm. A restaurant on Robot Parkway. Yes. How far down Robot Parkway? <laughs> I know you're not going to say the name, but I it's, bet it's, you I can pinpoint. It's, it used, it's uh, next door to where uh, Chuck E. Cheese used to be. Oh, so you're right there, right there. You bought mm-hmm. a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a chain. That's yep. a chain spot. Yep. Because that's where all the chain, the chains are right by the freeway. Then you get deeper into it, and then it was like Barnhill's Buffet. Yep. And like the little hole in the wall spots, and like it gets, it becomes more 
homegrown the further exactly. down Robert Park where you go. So, Bennigan's? No. It's one of them old Charlie pub ass places. It's, oh, this it's was like fast food. Applebee's. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay, no, nah, then I got no guesses because that spot right by Chuck E. Cheese, that thing changed every three years. No, this one this one has been there for a minute. Y'all are going to give this away. <laughs> you know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us about it, Jonathan. All right, so it started out, it was my uh, sophomore year, before, uh, summer before my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Everything started out okay. It was only supposed to be a summer job, so I decided uh, after the summer was over, School was back in session, needed a couple more dollars in my pocket. I'm going to keep going, uh, keep it uh, on. Um, the first omen that I knew that I probably should have already quit, I'm taking out the trash one day and a single drop of raw chicken blood landed on my bottom lip. <laughs> and I still can remember my, that taste in my mouth. Like, oh, God. In the back, watch my mouth out. No. So I'm popping like 80 minutes. How? Where did it come from, Jonathan? Was it in the trash that it just popped up like he was flicking the bag into the dumpster? Like, I was picking I was picking up the bag to put it in the dumpster, and then <laughs> as I'm making that transition, it just lands right in the middle. That is disgusting. Wow. Yeah. So I I keep pressing on, keep going. Um, and then around October of that year, I ended up getting pink eye. Mm-hmm. I uh, ran out of money for contact solution, thought I could still use the same solution each day. That was a big mistake. I call up and I was like, hey, I can't come in today. I got pink eye. And they're like, all right, we'll see if we can find somebody for you. They call me back probably about 15 minutes later. They're like, yeah, you still got to come in today. And you're working around food. Yes. As I'm working around food. You're working around food, and they saying, come on down here with the pink eye. Yes. I'm thinking, worst case scenario, they're just having me take orders from the drive-thru to where I'm not interacting with customers. I'm literally just pressing the same buttons, not touching anything. Mm-hmm. They have me working the drive-thru, like, taking money and passing people their food. Oh. And their change. Yes. And your eyes just all... Just juicy. Yes, like just yes, yes. Like I can't. I have sensitivity, yeah. sensitivity to the light. I can't stop crying. Like somebody actually called me out and was like, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's just really bad allergies." <laughs> That's Alabama for you. I <laughs> fucking see you crying, baby. Do you need me to pray with you right now in the drive-through, baby? <laughs> um. So yeah. So after that, that was my final straw, and I was like, "Okay, this is it for me." And then um, a couple. Days later, I write up a two le- uh, two weeks notice because my mom had worked in HR forever. So she was like, that's a proper thing you got to do no matter where yeah, you are. Professional. You gotta- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, the day I'm about to hand in my two weeks notice, uh, they were like, you know, we were uh, doing talking around uh, some of the management and uh, you were a uh, your name came up as a very good candidate for assistant manager. And I was like, oh, what am I about to do to, do to you at the end of the night? So the very same day that uh, they tell me that I hand them the by two weeks notice at the end of the shift. My last shift was on a Friday. That next day, I'm on campus and I get a phone call from them asking me if I could come back in, even though I had already quit the day before. What? So wait, you put in your two weeks notice. So give me two more weeks on the sh- I'm just or I'm done done. And today is my last day. So, no, I get so like. Uh, I hand in my two weeks notice. I serve out those two weeks. So like they had already. Oh, so after your last oh. shift. Yeah, after my last shift, the, the very next day after my last shift, they were like, um, yo, uh, we're kind of shorthanded. We were wondering uh, if you could come in. 
No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, I know you said you quit and all that, but uh, yeah, motherfucker, come on back. Uh, here's <laughs> the true tale of whether or not a food place treated you right and whether or not you saw some traumatic shit. Now, years removed from that experience, mm-hmm. would you still eat there? I have current. I currently still eat. Well, I since I live in South Bend, I don't eat at that particular one, but I have visited several times every time I come back home. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So that means that other than the chicken blood on your lip, it's a decent establishment. <laughs> so nasty. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jonathan, thank you so much for calling in, brother, and sharing that with us, man. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, respect to you, man. I would lie and tell you I got comedy club tickets for you when I come to South Bend, but I can't even think about the last time I've been to South Bend. It's been a while. Hey, next time it's you're back in Birmingham, my folks actually do have a soul food restaurant uh, on the parkway by uh, Pops Donuts called Zadie's. So next time you're in, uh, you should check them out. Black on business. Jacqueline. Yes. Didn't we talk about when we were so we were doing our pilot for Jefferson mm-hmm. County probation for Comedy Central and we were like getting our list together. Yes. Where the black food could we got to put the black food and the people when we shooting the black TV show. Yes. And Zadie's was on the list. We did get a chance to get to him. I know we ended up um, with your mama's. Mm-hmm. I know we mm-hmm. ended up with Magic City Grill. That's a couple spots. But yeah, shout out to Zadie's. I hit him up. I'm supposed to be home. Don't say it. 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 Not yet. Why I can't say when I'm going to the crib? <laughs> because you at least need one day at home with your mama before you have to go and do other stuff. So hold on. Before September, I will be swinging by and I'm going to say what's up to you folks. Okay. That's my word. Gotcha. Respect, brother. Respect. All right, man. Thank have a good you, Jonathan. one. Yeah. Thank y'all. Nice meeting y'all. Nice to meet yes, you. Sir. Oh, that sounds That's a good yummy. man right there. See, Birmingham folks come on the show, they tell a good story. Mm hmm. Birmingham people know how to tell a good-ass story. About the pink eye. Yeah, about the pink eye. (laughs) What what do we know about pink eye? I know know it's like, it's super contagious. I know Mm -hmm. like, like they sent my son home. He had pink eye last year. And like, they don't play about that shit because you rub your eye and touch something and you touch my eye. It's on. And it's just in there. Yeah. It's just 100% in there. Okay. I don't. I don't know how to transition or I'm just going to say it. Here's an interesting fact about it. Conjunctivitis sometimes, sometimes results from a sexually transmitted disease. (laughs) I'm just telling you the truth. Okay. Gonorrhea can bring on a rare but dangerous form of bacterial conjunctivitis yeah i'm just a downer today my apologies but bacteria okay so bacteria surface viral is internal if i'm i think i could be wrong i don't know shit i watched outbreak one time with cuba gooding um uh, okay one more because you're stumped some i have a question well, I'm not a doctor, Roy. You read that. I'm going to answer my question. Okay. Wait. You got to tell us what your question is, too. How does it get in your eye if it's sexually transmitted? That means the balls was by your face. <laughs> oh my God. That's you, what I'm asking. You are How out of control. It... I'll say this. The bacterial part sometimes that causes pink eye is the same that causes strep throat this is not getting any better 
again, you're not you're not answering my question, Jacqueline. I understand pink. Sometimes, basically, what you're saying sometimes you can get pink eye from from having sex. So, if it's sexually <laughs> transmitted, does that mean that the bacteria for pink eye was already on my balls, and then internally, virally, did it travel through my bloodstream and then manifest itself through my eyes, or? Do she? What? I'm trying. I'm trying to be appropriate here. I'm trying. I haven't even cursed. Maybe we'll ask Rod a little later in the show. Oh no, 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 how no, this no. happened? Because I bet you Rod knows. But how do you? I just gotta say it. If she ride in your face, is that how you get pink eye? I don't know the answer to any of these questions. I'm sorry to ask you that. I'm sorry to ask you that. That feels very HR on the edge, and I and I and. And I'm respectful with you. I try. I try to remain very respectful. But we're, you you brought it up. You know we're. I didn't ask you to Google pink <laughs> eye fun facts. We're both going to get a call from How your mother. Does pink eye spread Mm-mm. from genitals? No, that's not where it's happening. It says pink eye conjunctivitis sometimes results from a sexually transmitted disease gonorrhea i know but how how you've already said that how Jacqueline? Uh, how does the pink eye get from the balls to the face i don't know internally or the balls on your face it's just saying gonorrhea chlamydia just a bunch of words here you just don't want to know the truth see now you're being all bashful and don't get all vacation Bible school on me now. You fucking did this. The, here we go. What? Conjunctivitis usually spreads by contact with genital secretions oh. from a person mm-hmm. who has a genital chlamydial infection. So that means y'all could be touching each other down there, then you rub your eye real quick, and then pink eye. Or the other so that thing means you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it's on your face. Somebody put that thing on your face. That. Uh-huh. After the break, we're going to explore the world of employment. Um, I don't even have nothing else to say. Job fair, we'll be back. Just stop. Stop talking, Jack. Just stop. Stop. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Royce Job Fair, we are back. As always, Jacqueline, this fine acoustical radio presentation is brought to you by Sackleson State Community College, the only community college for good-looking people. Get rid of the distractions of ugly people in the classroom by enrolling at Sackleson State. In-person classes have resumed. No vaccination cards required because we're Sackleson. You're good-looking. We trust you. Submit a photo today to see if you're eligible to enroll. Nobody below an eight. Sackleson State, all dimes, all the time. You can get a 4.0, but not if you're a four. JG, let's explore the world of employment. Uh, I understand we have somebody on the phone here that's running a bar down there in Nashville. Who are we talking to? That is correct. Running two bars, actually. It's Kyle, and one of the bars is more of a black nightclub experience that's high speed and high paced and the other one for good measure is a laid back hotel bar with extensive craft cocktails so he has both oh, both worlds i see what kyle doing kyle got that first bar that's for that's for that 20 to 40 crowd and then that second bar is for when you want to cheat on your wife on the low at a spot where it can't nobody guy, see that you. is that's Perfect. Kyle, no. No, Kyle. No, no. The second you write, the second bar is more like 45 seater. It's dark in there. It's got real cool couches. You know, that's where you pull up with like, you know, he. 
he honestly nailed that in a way that I did not. You want to be off the grid, but you want to take her somewhere that feels exclusive and craft. Well, right. Once once you said craft, JG, mm-hmm. already knew what this was. This is one of the menus with no pictures on it and shit. And every, that is correct. The the price the prices on the menu ain't got no decimal point. It's just whole numbers. That's quality <laughs> shit, Jacqueline. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you go out about it. Clearly, I mean, yeah, bro. It's like, wants to put tags on there so I can scare you. The black bar, I gotta tell you exactly how much it is right away. Ain't no guesswork. The white exactly. bar, kind of play with it a little bit. Black bar, you gotta be like, this 1742, please. Like, mm. no, no guessing work. All right, so Kyle, as a person who runs these types of establishments, mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's to a degree, it's sociology. Absolutely. What people want what people want to be entertained by is not always the same right down to the types of drinks. That shit is trendy. Like if you still had incredible Hulk on the menu, Red Bull and vodka, people like get the hell out of here. How do you still get those? Like, how do you stay ahead of the curve just on, I guess, I mean, I'm sure the DJs handled the music, but just the vibe and the experience and the way to reach clientele, like over the course of 10, 15 years, those things shift every three to five. Right. So, uh, I mean, in the industry, we call it R&D, research and development, which really just means going out and watching what other people do at different bars. So, I mean, it's an excuse to go out and drink. But also when I'm out, it's like it's like school for me almost. I'm watching when people order. I'm paying attention. So then I go, I can bring this back or I see where this is going already and I can elevate this cocktail and make it taste even better. Like I like the craft stuff because craft is like cooking behind a bar. There's like ingredients and measurements as opposed to just like pouring a you know saying pouring a hitting shot for somebody you know what i mean like that that expresses my creative side so i'm always on top of what the new trends are but at the same time i'm not opposed to like pouring a hitting shot and charging you 16 dollars for that either see and that's what he was just talking about jacqueline we was talking about meteorologists don't fuck with weathermen chefs don't like cooks a craftsperson or mixologist (laughs) don't want to be called no goddamn bartender right See, and that's my thing. Like, I think that, like, I'm not a big fan of the word mixologist because it's just like you call a, what is it, janitor, the custodial engineer. We kind of do the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, Shots fired. Gave, I mean, no, nah, we give it the same. I mean, like, obviously, I put more work into it on the craft side as opposed to, like, the nightclub side. But at the end of the day, like, it's just people wanting beers and shots. Like, I mean, I make alcohol, and part of it is the experience, but. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm a mixologist, sure, but I'm not particularly crazy about it. It's just one of them things where I think it's like George Carlin talks about, like, elevated language or something just to try to soften stuff. It's just like, nah, this is what you do. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you all stay up on the trends of alcohol? Because, like, the thing right now seems to be everybody's got a tequila. Mm. There's a lot of different the mezcals, if you will. I mean, well, George Clooney... George Clooney came up on that Billy from Bacardi and all the celebrities was like, I want in on this. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. bought that Casamigos off of him and it was just out of here. 40 different flavors of Ciroc now, I think we're up to. It used to just be <laughs> Grey Goose. Like, it used to just be Grey Goose at Absolute and then somewhere Ciroc turned a corner and right. now they've gone ape shit. What what relationships do you have? Like, what's what's the relationship like with the vendors and everything? Um, it's, it's it's pretty great, honestly, because I mean, obviously, they have a product that they need to push. 
Like they're somebody's on top of them. That yo, we need to move. We got way too much Ciroc uh, summer something in the in the warehouse. Push that, and then they give you free bottles and stuff when new stuff comes out. That's the probably the best part. Most places you can either use it for the bar as like a free product to make. Oh, also, I apologize. I'm in the VIP room of my uh, nightclub bar because I thought I was off today. I had set my Zoom up and everything. I had all my books. And they was like, hey, bro, can you come in? And I was just like, all right, but I need 10 minutes at 6 to talk to Roy Wood and Jacqueline. But- what, <laughs> what are the busy nights in Nashville? Is it Titans games? Is it Predator game? Because when you were talking about um, something that appeals to somewhat of an – I hate the word urban also, but if we're talking about no, people that worst. are in tune, mm-hmm. yeah, but when you're talking about, let's just say the non-hockey crowd, what right. are the big nights um, in Nashville for people going out drinking? It, I mean, pretty standard Friday, Saturday, like since, uh, I mean, Nashville, from what I've gathered, it's like COVID never really happened here, really? but so like, <laughs> oh, it's, I don't know if you've either been in Nashville or Atlanta since COVID happened. Same and footage. It, it never happened in those places. <laughs> yeah, it never happened in those places. Um, so yeah, like for the my nicer bar is like downtown, which is pretty close to like all the honky tonks, like mm. Kid Rock's bar and all them kind of bars that I would never frequent. But that's like uh, if there's a Predators game, it's gonna be crazy. But those nights are crazy on Friday, Saturday, and then black nightclubs whenever everybody off the government job. So Friday, Saturday night. That's what's up, man. Well, we'll let you get back to work real quick. Tell us about the job positions that y'all have open over there at the spots. And the money. So that's the thing with money. I, I can't give you guaranteed, right, because it's tip-based. So yeah. on a Saturday night at my nightclub, I might make 300 and I might walk out of here with 820 bucks, right? Okay. Like, I'm just for a six, okay. seven-hour shift. Okay, you got Jacqueline's so attention. She might clock yeah. in. Keep going. <laughs> What up? And then, um, yeah, I mean, because it's the South, so hourly is still, they're still doing the 213 thing. Like on bartenders in other states where they have to pay you legal minimum yeah. wage, but Tennessee, they still can get away with that. Um, and then the other club, the other uh, night spot, they do 12 to 13 an hour because they know it's going to be a little bit slower. So that's like a $200, $300 night. So honestly, if you have a decent personality and can talk to cool people as well as weirdos equally, Probably clearing a couple grand a week. Nice, nice. So, where can people mm-hmm. apply um, in Nashville? Clearly, this ain't a remote position. So, uh, for the people Not. down in Tennessee, uh, where can they apply? Um, so, obviously, we're on all the big hiring sites, Indeed, all that. And if you guys don't mind, I would love to send you a link that you can post up. So, it's a direct, yes. so it's a direct connect with me. Or I can honestly just—I don't mind. I don't know how many crazy people you got. I can give out my email on here if you have a. Nah, you good. Like we're not. We're not crazy oh, yeah. people podcast Perfect. yet. Not yet. All right, we're beautiful. Um, so, yeah, you can just email me at Kyle L. Hargrove at Gmail. And like I said, I told Jacqueline, I'm not even looking for experience, right? I'm looking for good personality. So if you wanted to get into the industry and you're a national, I will gladly train you in all the ways to bartend. So I don't need to go to the bartending schools and academies. I know they oh, have that in God. certain oh, cities. I will tell Is you. Is that a ripoff? Oh. oh my god! If you put that you went to bartending school on a resume, ninety percent of places will not hire you. Why not? It's it's a complete ripoff because they don't you don't really learn much, right? Like everything that you learn for paying them whatever how much it is, I can teach you that behind the bar in twenty minutes, and you can still get paid for that. Like it's a really good like I don't want to call it a ripoff because you can walk away from there, and I don't like to try to shit on other people's <laughs> money. But it is uh, not. If you go to bartending school, just don't tell us that you did. Okay. 
Got it. Why is That's it bad? Doesn't that show motivation that I want to learn it's the one point four ounce pour? Or is it just show I'm a simp ass <laughs> motherfucker who's stupid? If I'm stupid uh, enough to go to bartender school, I'm gonna I'm I'm go with the latter. Uh, <laughs> nah. Uh, no, it's just that like if I get you behind a bar, I'm gonna train you, right? And then once you're behind the bar, most places work the same way. If you go to bartender school, you come in here with this very specific ideal of how you're supposed to bartend. And that shit's all wrong. It's just like, no, you got like critical thinking is the most important bartending skill. Like if you have to follow a book or you have to follow the rules, this isn't a job for you. And also ADHD is super recommended for this game. Oh, really? Oh yes. my God. It's like the reason I got into it is just because I can like, I'm always thinking of 50 things. Uh-huh. So I multitask constantly. It's the best. Huh. Okay. So six things. I got to remember the whole bar. Yep. Last question. In a crowded bar situation, Friday night, midnight, packed out shoulder to shoulder, what is the most efficient way to get the bartender's attention? I know about Ooh. tipping off the top. Tip heavy up Correct. front on the first drink, because then we got to, we can, we like Avatar. Right. We didn't lock dreadlocks yeah, for the been, rest of the night. <laughs> That's a perfect but, way to put it. But on that first drink, it's hold because my strategy is to hold at 20 and lean and like fan at 20 like I'm trying to get a stripper's no. attention. And I've been no. told that is rude. No. The rudest, bro. No. I'm like, I will ignore you for the rest of the night. It's like, I get, we, you all got money. What You're the standing fuck? at the bar. So what do you I'm do? assuming you're going to pay for something, bro. Like, you're going to pay for it because you're standing here, but you don't got to be like, hey, bro, what's up? Nah. You just, I'm going to lock eyes with you if you, I'm just like, give me one minute. And I'm going to say, give me one minute. And your response, based on how I say, give me one minute, is how you get served. If you be if you be like, oh, oh man, it's just like, well, you're going to have to wait another seven minutes. But if you're like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to get right next to you. Like, it's just about, it's courtesy. You one of them bartenders that take my order and then make five other drinks before you make my drink. <laughs> to punish me. Oh, big fact. Yeah, brother. he's spilling all the secrets. JG, what's your strategy? How do you get the bartender's attention? Or do you not have to because you're a woman? What's your strategy, Jack? She's cute. She good. Oh, I'm cute. I'm good. You heard it from Kyle. <laughs> you remind me of all my aunties. They from Auburn. So it just, just touched my soul. Oh, <laughs> I actually owe him an apology, Roy. I woke him up at 8 o'clock this morning and said, I need you on air today. And he was like, okay. So I apologize, Kyle. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I went to bed about 4, but it's cool. Well, give us a name of both both spots, man, and uh, we'll get you straight. All right, cool. So in North Nashville, it's uh, Willie B's. That's part of the nightclub vibe. Great food. Daiquiris are the main thing here. Like, we do frozen daiquiris, but we make them all from scratch ourselves. So it's like real high-end, nice stuff, not like some cheap mix. And then the other bar is called Sidebar. It's part of the Bode Hotel. And that is uh, downtown Nashville. It's actually like kind of corner to Nissan Stadium. So once the Titans get back going up, it's going to be crazy there. Because we've only been open there about three months. Oh, dope, dope. So I need two bartenders at both places. Well, I know VIP is about to get jumping, so I'm going to leave you to it, man. Uh, enjoy the rest you of your so evening. When I get down to Davidson County, man, I'll come through there. I, I, I think I'm more of that bold hotel vibe. I like to chill in the cut. Oh, absolutely. I will. Your tab is on me, brother. Aww. All right. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one, man. Thank you for calling you to the job fair. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. That's a good brother right there, Jacqueline. Absolutely. That's a good and brother. again, he, very nice. I woke him up at 8 o'clock in the morning. He 
definitely you can tell has a good head on him and he's going to be one of them brothers that runs like four or five bars. Like he can tell he got morals. Like he don't cheat. Yeah. He's going to give you exactly how much you're supposed to have. And that's what you need. You want to go to a place where people take pride in what they do. Mm-hmm. Period. No matter what the service is, this dude clearly, he said he'd go home and work on his mix. I'd go home and I, I work on alcohol blends and I craft and I make sure and I will teach you this. So that's what's up. And you see, one other thing, he came in to be on the show, even though he still had to go to work, because he was supposed to be off today. I appreciate that. It's dedication, man. Dedication. RoyceJobFairGmail.com. If you're that dedicated and you want to share some job positions with us. After the break, uh, we're going to check in with uh, the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rod for short. We're going to talk to him about this pink eye shit. Mm. We talked to him about the pink eye situation and... uh, I wonder if he's been by the Bode Hotel with a little young tender off in the corner. (laughs) Job fair. We'll be right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Job fair, home stretch, Jacqueline, yes. we got to go to Nashville and visit the Bowl Hotel. And well, I don't know. I don't know. We we should probably go. You and I should probably go to the bigger, better situation. We shouldn't be in no lounge one on one. That feels like an HR violation. And I don't want nobody seeing it because he already said that that spot. That's where the people go to cheat. Oh my gosh! Stop giving this hotel that vibe. It's not a bad thing. It's a compliment. That is not that's a, a compliment, compliment, Roy Wood Jr. If a spot where men go to not be seen with the woman that they out with, that is 100% a compliment because you're still trying to get that woman a good night out. Well, she dumb for being there with, you know, that's She's a whole nother... Some women are with that. Why are you judging? Judge ye lest not thou adulterize. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, no. That's a whole nother podcast. No. He said it's dark. It's got a lounge vibe. That's more an intimate setting. Can I say that instead? Yes, we can an say intimate it's an setting, intimate setting. Which means there's less foot traffic and less likely that one of her girlfriends is going to be in there and see you. Whatever. Maybe I need to start a um, PI service. I guess. There's a Close. comedy club I frequent that's frequented by professional athletes who come there with their, with their groupies and side chicks. I don't need to know where this is. I won't say the city because I don't want to dry snitch. I guess I kind of am already dry snitching. But... There's a comedy club in this country that it's like the official comedy club of this football team when they bring in just side chicks out. Are you serious? All right, I'll give one hit. I'm playing that club at some point this year. My calendar is not complete. Mm -hmm. It's not posted. My complete Mm -hmm. calendar is not posted online yet. But at some point between now and New Year's Eve, I am playing that club. You do know I have full access to your calendar, right? Ah, shit. Okay. All right. Well... Let's get this brother on who um, I'm sure has taken many a woman to the Bode Hotel in Nashville where he spends a lot of time. I'm sure he knows of all the good spots to take a woman. He is the author of the hit travel book, Places to Take Your Side Chick. Oh, gosh. He comes to us from parts unknown but usually Nashville. He is Norado, <laughs> a.k.a. Rod for short. Rod, we got two new drinking spots to hit in the Ville when I get there, bro. We just had a brother call in who runs uh, two spots. One of them is uh, more upscale and intimate, and the other one is, you know, you know, a little more, little more wide open. Mm-hmm. So, Rod, when you're out with someone that you don't want to be seen with, What's your move? What's your location of choice? Um, what what I do when I'm out with somebody I don't want to be seen with is I don't go out with them. <laughs> I just go to their house or they come to my house or any or anybody's house or something that I'm at. That's the secret to me never being caught up in drama with all these married and engaged and betrothed women that I'm with. Is that, you know, I don't uh I don't believe in side chicks, just side pussy. Oh, so gosh. I don't really have those problems. But I have been snuck into uh, a, a couple places that that I, I you know, low-key like that. Um, you're talking about the Bold Hotel. 
in Nashville, mm-hmm. and uh, I I met this uh, this famous this famous country singer that I was messing yeah. with. I've, I've I've met her down there twice. <laughs> Rod the side dick. What? Yeah, yeah. I've met her at the Bold Hotel two times. See, <laughs> see Jacqueline, where the famous people take the people they don't want to be seen with in public. I'm so calling you after this, and you're gonna tell me everything. <laughs> we need to talk about this pink eye shit real quick too before we break the ice. Pink eye from somebody's genitals. Have you ever caught it? No, I've uh, I've been I've been lucky enough to uh, never had an STD, including the worst STD, children. What? So I uh, I don't have any experience with catching it, but I do have a friend who was in a situation just like what you just talked about. Um, he uh. He got he got the clap. He got the old chlamydia from from a from a lady who uh she had uh she had recently gone blind. It says right? that in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, chlamydia. So, I know you can go. So she was, was blind, and then she was like, "Come over here, and you can still get it." Oh, it's 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 just like that. So, uh, my boy. Uh, she's freshly blind and she was she wants some dick yeah it's it's wildly disrespectful and yeah it's crazy just like that so not learn real not get a dog I'm sorry to cut you off keep keep well no well my boy was talking to a girl and uh, you know he he was digging her and uh, we had another friend who was a cop and uh, he hit he hit fam up one day because he was outside a restaurant on the beat he was like yo I just saw your girl down here with this semi-famous football Ooh. player, right? So my boy's kind of brushing it off. You know, he's trying to act like he's not heard about it, but he, he's got to hurt. So a, a couple days later, you know, the girl is online in like this little like social group that they were in. And she's like, yo, I just wanted to let y'all, I want to ask y'all to pray for me. Um, I'm on my way to the hospital. I woke up this morning and my vision was down oh, to like no. a pinprick. But no, she said her vision was like yeah. real blurry. And then a couple hours later, it was down to like a pinprick. So she was like, I'm going to the doctor because I can't see. So she goes to the doctor and she comes, she comes out, you know, and she never really says what happened, but she's just like, yeah, I've got some kind of viral thing going on and I should be cool in a couple of days. So everybody's kind of coming together around her like, well, we're going to go help her cook and clean and blah, blah, blah. And my homie goes over, you know, because now he's about to Florence Nightingale his way into them drawers. You know what no, I'm talking about? Okay. So he, he, he goes over to help out and uh, everybody leaves but him. Oh, you blind? And That's crazy. Just lay right here. Yeah, and she she appreciates him helping out, so she decides to go ahead and let him tap that. So he taps it, and then it starts to burn when he pees a couple days later. And so he calls her like, hey, uh, I just tested positive for chlamydia, and you're the only person I've had sex with in months, so I had to have got it from you. And of course, she goes into defensive mode. 
which is very disrespectful. And she played him like a real hard simp. When the man knows, I just had sex for the first time in eight months with you. And she like, well, you got it from somebody else. So it, she says that she didn't have, she didn't have an STD. Um, she had NGU. And that's what made her go blind. Now, he doesn't know this, but when he was telling me, I was like, yo, that's chlamydia. I was like, when we were in high school, that's what we used to call NGU. The nigga got you. Oh. Like, if you got burnt with NGU, like, that's chlamydia, bro. And so then was like, then we pieced it together. Like, so she went out with the football player. He bust chlamydia into her eyes. <laughs> goes blind finds out she's blind from chlamydia and still lets my boy roll that and I was like that is insane (laughs) so that is how genital secretions and contact with poopy buttholes during sex can spread pink eye to you (laughs) you get it bust in your eyes by football players and then you raw dirty girls you know so wait, I got a question. It happens. <laughs> no, I want to know the football player's name after the show. But go ahead. Oh no! <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Let's That that is more information than I think we needed to know today, Rod. But it's time for the reason we have you on every week, and that is to break the ice, where Rod gives you the job fair listener couple of stories you can bring up with co-workers of the opposite race in an effort to bond a little bit in the office place it's very hard to break down those cultural norms we're getting back to working in the office now it's a little awkward we've been away from one another for well over a year you fall into your own little social norms and patterns and it can be awkward so rod's gonna get a white people something to bring up with the black co-workers and vice versa so rod i pass it over to you. What are you drinking on? Real quick. We've been talking about bars and all that. Yeah, I got I got an Amarillo Sour going right now, man. I'm, okay. I was feeling a little old school, feeling a little classic. When I first started drinking in college, that was that was my very first drink of choice. I drank those exclusively for about the, the first eight months of my drinking career. So I was feeling nostalgic. Got back down. That's fine. A little throwback jersey. You know who makes some good Amaretta Sours? The Bode Hotel in Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee, right next to Nissan Stadium. The That's official right, hotel of people who are out with people they don't want to be seen with. The Bode hotel. I'm not going to. Mm. You got to pull up. You got to get your sneak on, you know. You got to respect people's privacy even if you're the person involved, you know. No to all of this. How did you pull a country singer? Um, I'm handsome. And very funny. You shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, give these people something to break the ice before I hang up in your face, bro. Uh, white people, something that's, that's going on in the, in the black community very heavily right now is this rash of attacks on NBA players during games. Uh, There's been a spitting incident in the playoffs. Uh, People running onto the court trying to get close for selfies. A water bottle has been thrown at a player and popcorn has been poured on a player. 
And I don't think people, most of the people who've been caught for this are like in their early 20s. So they were too young to remember the malice in the palace. And uh, yeah. a lot of fans are on the verge of getting fucked up if the NBA doesn't step in and do something about this. I know the kid in Boston who threw the water bottle at Kyrie almost hit him. Did you see the video from the stand, like from the crowd POV? It was a long yeah. throw. Like, he should be drafted by the Patriots because he did a good job of leading the receiver. He almost hit Kyrie oh square God. in the head. <laughs> He's been charged with assault and battery. Um, I don't think popcorn... They, they all got banned for life. Everybody's I, been banned for life. I think they should be banned from all NBA venues. Like, I think you got to go all 30. 28 teams or whatever the fuck. So, wait. This is true. Why is this happening? I think they should just have to box them. Why is this happening? I don't really follow this. What? Because people are uh, very psychotic and attention seeking these days. They don't know what boundaries are. So people, you know, these days people are willing to be famous and they don't care what it's for. So people are just having fun and just letting their crazy slip out because there's no, they're not arguing with the players beforehand. They're not talking to the players. Like Roy said about the dude with Kyrie. Like the dude was literally like 18 rolls up and Kyrie was leaving after the game was over. And then he just threw a water ball. It was just like, what what was that for? Now, the Kyrie thing is unique in that there's footage of him before he left the floor stomping on the Celtics logo at center court. Uh-huh. And I guess that pissed off some of the fans. But again, it ain't your team. You're just there watching. And, uh, Not only that, but they make uh, floor mats with the Celtics logo on it and trash cans with the Celtics. It's not sacred. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Why are you upset about that? And then you can throw it. And then you probably got a trash can at home filled with old fish grease <laughs> with the Celtics logo on it. Like, that's way more disrespectful. I think that is a great conversation piece. And I think that's one that you actually could ride through the NBA uh, playoffs for the rest of this month if we're going to be 100 about it because this fan and player safety issue is always going to be an issue and it quite often is a white fan on a black player i don't think it's done in the spirit of race i just think it's you have to be young and white to be that bold to try something like that you know i think there's an entitlement that comes with that you know you can tell when niggas who ain't never got in trouble before also motherfuckers who ain't never been like you said malice at the palace you can tell who ain't been ran up on yeah in white culture it's not very common to get punched in the fucking mouth and that's a that's a problem that white boys is because white boys who are aggressive they're ostracized in the white community so they just spend all their time bullying and everybody trying to cater to that. But in the black community, you know, anybody talking shit can get fucked up. So yes. that's 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 kind of why they do that. That used to be the big baddie on the block, not realizing that that dude may make millions of dollars, but he, he can be fed up with your shit and he probably from the hood. You can get fucked up and he'll pay a fine. Russell Westbrook almost ran if the way the way the popcorn was poured, Jacqueline. <laughs> It was in the tunnel, so the guy was too high. He couldn't reach him. It was a good pour, too. He, he timed it dance. perfectly. Hey, <laughs> these fans got good aim. I'll give them that. All right, that's a good one, Rod. Flip the script real quick for the black folks. 
black people, what is, is going on in the white community right now also concerns us because we're going back to dogs and we're going back to the Benifer breed. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, they got back together. We covered that already. Yeah. And now recently, what? she's been seen with her ex-husband, Mark Anthony. <laughs> yeah. And even more recently, run them all back. Puff Daddy yes! decided to throw a throwback Thursday photo on his Instagram of him and J Lo back in the day. Love it. It looks like J Lo got that thaw yeah. And everybody's trying to get back in her good graces, man. This is insane. She going crazy like Mariah Carey after she broke up with that white dude and started fucking every black person she could see. She just needs to be single for a little while to get her bearings. That's what she needs. To be single and get some old dick. <laughs> you can take him to the Bold Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> right by Nissan right, Stadium. Right in the south. Right in the south. Very low key. Trust me. Oh, I ain't never been caught down now. <laughs> this is going to be a good story. Yeah, PSA to J-Lo and Puff Daddy. Bold Hotel, Nashville, Tennessee. Right next to the stadium. Come do a show and then come do some more things. <laughs> Rank them for us, JG. Mark Anthony, Puff Daddy, Ben Affleck. How should J-Lo be running these back? Ooh, okay. I like Mark Anthony because he just has some rhythm to it. They have kids um, together too. Also, let's be respectful that she may yeah. have just been having a custody meeting with this nigga. Yes, that is her ex-husband. Well, if she has to go backwards, go to him first. Um, Ben Affleck and Puff Daddy, they're both lame. Um <laughs> Wait a minute. Puffy is worth like three quarters of a billion, JG. He's still I'm lame. not gonna let you just throw him off with Jacqueline on he's that still one. Lame. just because you got money don't mean you ain't corny as all absolutely <laughs> he's still lame both of them either one of them it don't matter they both lame you would rather she cut yeah, both bingo. of them off and just stay with like, Mark I can, I can see how a woman of your taste would not fuck with Ben Affleck he's too much of Boston and just wears hoodies and doesn't shave often enough he's not a clean cut man who wears suits and sh- <laughs> you like suit motherfuckers no, no, ben no, no, Affleck's no. not a suit, motherfucker. No, I like suits, and I need you to be able to handle yourself in a boardroom, and I need you to be able to handle yourself in the streets, and he cannot handle himself on the streets. Puffy was in a fucking shootout. Puffy is lame. Puffy ran. Whatever. <laughs> I would have to protect him. Oh, my God. Yeah, pardon me. That's why him and J-Lo Shine was in a shootout. was in a shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Puffy was was standing close to Shine Mm -hmm. when the shootout occurred. Mm -hmm. Mr. Sean Combs was in the venue, but he was not a participant in the shooting. (laughs) I grew up on that East Coast, West Coast rap battle, so I I got problems. Which side did you pick? Sean Combs net worth $885 million. Ben Affleck, $150 million. And, and. Just because you got money don't mean you ain't corny as all fucks. <laughs> What's your point? They're both still lame, Roy. And I can talk. Mark Anthony, 80 million. She got the babies with him, doesn't she? Mm. That is the one she married. Hello. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter because. But they all tapped it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's. Well, you let's know what? Like, no, 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 no. Like, 
tapping it and not having the kids and the and the marriage is losing out on the situation. No, we're gonna go differently <laughs> on this rod. She actually tested all of them out. That's what it was. And Mark Antony yeah. was the one that she kept because she took the babies. I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't got no problem with you uh, uh, <laughs> letting me tap that and then not marrying me or having my child. Of course As a matter of fact, don't. that's what I'm looking for in a woman. <laughs> His podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. It is as chaotic as this segment just was. Find him online, Rod the number four, S H O R T, or you can find him on Nashville Tinder, set your range setting to 100 miles because he is somewhere in parts unknown in Tennessee. And on a good night, you can find him. Lord, I really been different. Rod, as always, sir, thank you. And um, when I get down to 615, I will see you at the Bode Hotel next to Nissan Station. Amen to that. Double day. Bye, Rod. <laughs> None of this is happening. You can come and hang out too. They got a bar. None of this Jacqueline, is happening. You might meet you one, Jacqueline. You might fuck around and meet you a Toby Keith ass motherfucker. As long as it's not Ben Affleck. Ain't no that bad. Alright, Rod. What's up? Scam of the week. Mm-hmm. Is a study that says that people working from home are having sex, dating, mm-hmm. taking naps, and doing side hustles <laughs> on company time. <laughs> and the companies are not happy about this. A study from a Nielsen Corporation confirmed that during the shutdown, when everybody was at home, alcohol sales were up 55%. Wine sales rose 66%. Beer sales popped 42%. Marijuana sales were higher during this time. Wait, how do you measure marijuana sales? Well, in the states where it was legal. Oh, okay, gotcha. Taxes and all of so that. So I wonder I'm, what about cocaine and that? Mar- oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. It, I don't think you can poll cocaine <laughs> people um a recent study commissioned by kind of like captured the current zeitgeist of our working from home activities here's the highlights of what people said that they have done while working from home on the clock 42 percent have been on a date 41 percent said they've had sex 60 percent said they've taken a nap mm-hmm. more than half said that they've been working for another company while on the clock with their current employer and that's the scam that i want to applaud right there get your money all that working from home, that was the time to double up if it was in you. If that's mm-hmm. how you're built, you can double up. There's nothing wrong with it. I heard stories of people outsourcing their one job's work overseas or hiring like independent consultants to do yeah. that work and then having a whole nother ass job while they get the crib. I love it. I'm not mad at them. Not at all. Business is booming. Go right ahead. Well, that's why the companies are now really, really fighting to bring their employees back to the office because we know what y'all doing and we know that you ain't been doing everything you're supposed to do because we got them little trackers and them little VPN shits on <laughs> the notes 
on your computer so we know your activity and we know your keystroke count and all of that stuff. They got all type like these companies that make you wear pants and shoes and you have to stand up and prove you got on pants and shit. I wouldn't stay working with anyone who wants me to stand up for real and show them that I have on pants. You would because... in a pandemic when 30 million motherfuckers was unemployed. I bet you would. You talk that shit now. You wouldn't have talked that shit last July. I wear shorts to all of my meetings. I'm not kidding you. Shorts. So it doesn't matter. I love it. I love it. This just goes back to the lady we were talking about before who mm-hmm. was working in Paris the whole mm-hmm. time on Zoom and lying about it. The rabbit got the gun. So if you are still working from home and you're not scamming, go on a date, have some sex, have a drink, take a nap, shop online, work for another employer. Mm-hmm. Do what you do. I think this I'm more is, um, effective and effective from home. You know, I don't know about me with the well, Daily Show. We're still not back in studio. I know a couple mm-hmm. of shows are starting to have full audiences again. I, I don't know. Because it's one thing to go in studio, but as a correspondent, I got to be out there with people. Mm-hmm. And I'm vaccinated, but they haven't opened it up. to So I'm more concerned with bringing the shit home to the boy. Because yes. we still don't know about vaccinated carriers, vaccinated asymptomatic carriers. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So that part of the job concerns me. So I'm a little leery about that. It's like it's it's one thing like I can tour and do a comedy show and just stay the fuck away from the audience. Mm-hmm. It's like like which is weird considering how many people are in a comedy club. You know, anywhere from one fifty to two fifty, depending on capacities in that state. I can do my show and go back to the hotel between shows. Like I don't have to like right now. They're not even allowing meeting greets mm-hmm. at these shows. It's easier to do that than it is to do daily show correspondent work where I have to be out talking to the people. But I then have just, to be in your face with the microphone. You just stay six feet away and you use one of those pole things. That's fine. That's, that could work, but that's not funny. We had meetings about it. I just don't know if that's funny. It's so visually weird. It, like, it looks like those NBA postgame interviews where the athlete is at half court and the reporter's at the free throw line. And the cameraman is in the stands. So tell us about the games and what what were your keys to victory? It's life like, now. Well, until it gets back to normal, I'm gonna keep taking these naps on the daily show. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's the show. Thank you to everybody who called in. Yes. Uh big thank you. To my man in Nashville, Willie B's. Is that the other one? No. Is, is that the lounge? What's the other lounge? It's Bode, and I don't remember the other one because we made such a big deal out of the Bode. Okay, well, shout out to the Bode Hotel, the official hotel of white country singers who are in secretive interracial relationships so that they don't want to <laughs> fuck up their record sales next to the Nissan Stadium. I'm so calling him to get all the details. I have one guess. I have one guess. Oh, yours is not as good as my guess. My guess is that Rod went on a date with Faith Hill. Maybe McIntyre. <laughs> 
Reeby McIntyre. Yes. You know what? Let's put it to a poll. Tweet the okay. show. At yeah. Roy's Job Fair. At Roy's Job Fair across all social. Let us know which country music singer you think went on a date with Rod for sure. And we're going to read the results. <laughs> Back to Rod next week. That's the show. Roy's Job Fair is a production of iHeartMedia and Comedy Central. And South Park and Reading that entire. Yes, she sung the song Fancy. I thought you was gonna say Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> She's getting big breasts. Yeah. And Rod likes breasts. And she likes black people. It's perfect. No. Jacqueline, you are the white blood cells. Keep the bullshit out of the show. Something's wrong with you. Like not Naomi Judd, Fagin' Reeve McIntyre. Yeah, she sung the song Fancy. She talked about being <laughs> poor coming up. She's Reeve McIntyre. Why? Why Reeve McIntyre? It's so wrong. Oh, that's the show. I can't wait to find. I, I got the one. We got to call Rod. Let's go. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.